We on. And we live. Yo, yo. Live, you dig? We live. The way Josh said, please don't waste your time. Podcast. Collaboration. Facto. Well, now we good. Fuck, fuck Monday podcast host, co-host. Yeah, wear many hats, so you know. My apologies. I mean, I, I got to get all, all, all of your, uh, <laughs> all of your um, accolades. But um, what's good, Brody? It's been a, it's been a minute since we um, since we did this, since we recorded. I yeah, felt like, fact. I felt like it was time. You felt like it was time. What's been up though? Not man, you know, holidays. You know what I mean? Quarantining, watching the world burn and shit. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> Facts. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good, man. You know, we kept it kept it a little light, um, yeah. but it, it, it was straight. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't really feeling it like how I usually feel it because usually Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. So, but you know, I didn't get to see all of my family. So it's like it was like. You know, like the rest of the year. It's like, yeah, you know, I mean, right. I'm ready to get, I'm ready to get to, to 2021, man. Get to the, get with the shits, man. Word, word, word. It's been a crazy 2020. Um, my Thanksgiving was lit, man. Uh, for the first time in like eight years, I got to spend it with my mom's pops, um, my little sister, my little brother. So it was. I didn't even want to come back. I'm gonna keep it hundred. <laughs> I didn't even want to come back. I had so much fun. Like I just rested. I ate and I slept. You know what I mean? I got so much rest. My mom's made sure I ate till I couldn't eat no more. And no, uh, it was just you know what I mean. It was just good to be around my mom and pops. Man, I brought the fam. They enjoyed their grandkids. Uh, the food was lit. We lost. <laughs> my Cowboys lost, but that didn't ruin my day. Per usual, though. <laughs> used to it. Used to it. Yeah, I lost the last Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, I think it's used to it. <laughs> yo, like, yo, norm, yo, normally I'd be sick after Cowboy loss, but I was like, yo, I'm going to eat these yams, eat this turkey, this stuff in this mac and cheese, and, and I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to just roll with the punches. You know what I mean? Normally I care. Like, after, after a Cowboy game, I'd be mad for like a good, a solid 10, 15 minutes. After everybody get their trolling on and all that, you know what I mean? After everybody, you know, they troll me to death and the memes and the jokes and the phone calls. and the, After all that said and done, I'm good. It's pretty much out of my system. But the first yeah. 10, 20 minutes is, is yo, is, is, is hard, man. You know I mean, yeah. being a Cowboy fan is like being a Nick fan. It's, yeah, it's not for the... Yeah. Is not for the faint at heart. Yeah, that's a fact. So, Definitely gotta have toast. Yeah, man. Like I, my expectations with this team right now is like we hurt, so it really don't even matter. It really don't even matter. Like I'm looking forward to next year. Fact. I'm looking forward to next year. But other than that, you know, the flight was cool. Coming back, um, it was like crazy weather in Jersey, so we had to go. We had to divert to PA for like ten minutes. They had to um, they had to fuel up, and then we uh, we flew. It took maybe like forty minutes to fly to Jersey, but the trip back was worse than the trip going. 
Damn. But I'm glad we got back in one piece. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean, your boy was type scared, man. When that, when the turbulence started hitting, man. But I had to, you know what I mean? I, yo, I had to act like you know what I mean it was cool because my son was scared. So I'm like, yo, I got you. We all right. But in the back of my mind, yeah, you you start remembering <laughs> all the prayers and shit, all the prayers. <laughs> Nah, you, start, you start you start remembering all the stuff you did when you was a kid. Like, yo, <laughs> sorry for all that shit I did, man. Like, ain't ain't that the truth? But like, I find like I find comfort in knowing that if I go, all these niggas on the plane going with me. I'm not going by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, yo. It won't I want everybody be, to go but me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the lone survivor. Yeah. Yo, yo. <laughs> yo, it's like yo, I'm yo, I'm with the fam, with my wife and kids. Or if we go, we go. Like you know what I mean? It's a perfect way to go out with your fam, and then it's like like 150 other people. So it's like when you, I ain't gonna die alone. You feel know what I'm saying? We like we all we all in this together. That was my first mindset. Like. We gonna be out, but you a better man than me because I'm thinking like, listen, if you gotta take everybody but me, <laughs> I'll volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, please, if you listening, <laughs> keep hope alive, brother. <laughs> keep hope alive. But yeah, I That's came up, back yeah. last yeah. night. Got back to work. Them though, them five days went by so fast. It always I would, does, man. I was just some bliss, bro. But back to the regular schedule programming. You know what I mean? So I'm back. I can't wait to go back down again. But Twitter been Twitter been on fire, man. Twitter been on fire. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I don't know how you wanted to structure, but I was going to just start with the breaking news and then we can get oh, into not, Oh, no. Nah, nah, we can definitely get into that. Just get into the shits and giggles after that because <laughs> this, this this topic is a little more serious than the rest of the shit we're going to talk about. So, you know what I mean? Um, if you ain't already here, it kind of just broke for me on my Twitter, but it only happened like four hours ago, so it, it's still fresh. But apparently, um, you know, the rapper Casanova two times, you know, Brooklyn rapper. Uh, y'all know him for, um, you know, the set tripping song. Uh, how the fuck that shit go? Um, that shit they get mad niggas hype in the club, get niggas beat up in the club. How that, how that shit go? I know what you're talking about, but I for the for the soul of me, I cannot remember the name of that. He got a couple, he got a couple bangers. He got a couple, he got a couple joints, but it's all like gang related shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think he's a blood or whatever, but apparently, you know, what I mean, he he, you know, him and his peoples, the the Gorilla Stones, the Untouchable Gorilla Stones, the New the New York uh, FBI wanted you to <laughs> wanted you to know this for a specific reason. They was just indicted on charges. Um, I'm just gonna read the thing. It's it's brief, but you know, it says. As the indictment alleges, the violence and drug activity committed by, by these gang members um, threatened the safety of our communities, placed innocent lives at risk, their unabashed criminal behavior, as alleged, including the murder of a 15-year-old 
extended defrauding programs meant for suffering economic hardships. So that's probably like some PP, PP, uh, um, you know, thanks to the law enforcement agencies, we were able to stop this violent criminal organization and show that the gorilla stone is actually not untouchable. They made sure they put that shit in the FBI New York Twitter feed to make sure these niggas, these untouchables are not untouchable. So it's multiple charges, murder of a 15 year old. It's the feds. They play for keeps. It ain't no game. Like when you get brought up on fed charges, it's usually because they got what they need. Like it ain't no random. It ain't, it ain't by accident. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they and Rico is something that psh, maybe zero point one percent people beat. You get hit with a Rico charge, racketeering, fraud, murder. They lumping you with everything that the gang members did. And if you the leader of that gang, which they're saying Casanova is, it's not looking good for your boy. Um, but yeah, that's that's the breaking news. They looking for him right now. The, this is the official FBI New York Twitter Twitter feed. Um, he got a warrant out for his arrest in New York, New Jersey. Right. It's not good. It's not. It's not a good look, man. Not a good look. Like, and then when the feds get you, you know, you pretty much got. It. You know what I mean? It's very few, uh, very few people who actually beat the feds, and they make you do all your time. There's no right. Eighty five percent. Nah, yeah, you doing that whole bid, unless four hundred out. Unless you willing to do the unthinkable in this community, and that snitch, and he doesn't see, he doesn't portray himself as somebody that would do that. But he gonna get hit with the most charges. Of course, of course. So, and they take pride in getting rappers like uh, uh black black prominent men with money. And fame and notoriety, the, the uh the that's like a trophy for the fans. <laughs> when they take a rich young black man down, you know what I mean? That's like a that's like another trophy on their uh on their trophy case. They take pride in that. Yeah, man. I think that's why Jay-Z be rapping about how he beat the feds so much, because it's so hard to do it. But uh yeah, no, yeah. Man. Um, then what was I gonna say? Um, but yeah, uh, no, I was gonna say that this is you know, this is the life they chose, though, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I got family members as you know, gang members, I got friends as gang members, you know. What I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and, and knock what people do, you know what I'm saying, environmental reasons, whatever the case may be. But those people also know that this is the life that they chose like there's, only, there's usually two ways to get out of it is either dead or in jail you know what i mean so you know what i mean it's unfortunate i hate to see brothers go out like this you know what right. i mean um especially since he 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 was already in prison he got out and kind of like changed his shit around a little bit you know what i mean and, and he provided for his family provided for other families i hate to see black people go out like this yo this shit is it's it's a sickness, man. Now we keep fucking perpetuating it, but like I said, it's the life they chose. So you know, what I mean, you gotta, you know, when you play these type of games, you gotta be willing to take these charges. 
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, once you get to a certain once you get to a certain level, whether it is um finances, whether it is any level in your life, like you're trying to get out of that. You trying you trying to get out of that life so you don't have to do that. So like once you make it, once you become, you know, you get your first meal, your first couple mil, you leave that like <laughs> you leave that behind you, bro. Like you don't you don't have a legit reason to still be in the streets. If you made it, you know what I mean? Because you know the different levels of uh celebrity. You got the A list, B list, C list, D list, you know what I mean? The hood stars. Right. But once you get to a certain level where you gotta when you got enough money to move your family, um, move yourself, move your friends, you leave that in the past, bro. Like I I don't understand the point of proving that you still in the trenches, proving that you still real, proving that you still um, you know what I mean, about that life, about that action. I never understood that. I just want the money. I just want the finance. That's it. You can have anything else. If I could get the money without the fame, give me the bread. I just want to be financially set. I don't got to be known and I don't that when people are in a public, they have to portray themselves to be a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be in the background. Mm-hmm. You don't even got to put my name on the credits. Just give me my bread. That's it. Just give me my bread. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is probably going to be a common theme, you know what I'm saying, with this whole podcast, you know, how black people are when it comes to these things. But even in a situation with like Adrian Bronner, like, my man is broke. Well, not he he probably not broke. He probably hired some money. He probably doing some finesse shit. But you got you got uh an open court case, you know what I'm saying? And you owe people money. But you on social media flashing money, throwing money, flashing jewelry and all this shit, and you ain't pay the people that you supposed to pay because of something you did. But because you gotta keep up your your rapper slash boxer image, you gotta be flaunting on Facebook and flaunting on Instagram, and then you get in that courtroom and then you talk about, oh, I ain't got no money, I'm broke, and then the judge pulls up your video of you tossing money around. So it's like, it's it's just stupid shit that black people do that's like, you know what I'm saying, I love my people, I love my people to death, but it's like, we gotta do better when it comes to these things, like, we gotta just be smarter with the shit that we do, like, I'm pretty sure he probably got some money tucked under the stash, but you got an open court case. Why are you flossing money? I'm broke. Like you see what Fifty doing. Fifty when Fifty owes somebody, that nigga be like, I'm broke. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> like he move all his money to wherever needs to. He do what white people do. When white people act owe people money, they say I'm broke. Move all this shit out the country, and then they be driving Priuses and shit. This nigga <laughs> over here, he got he got to toss money in the strip club, and he got to do this. It's the same thing with the gangs. It's like. You gotta build up this reputation that you 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 know you just tough blood and you kill niggas you do all this other stuff. That shit is cool for the videos, and that shit is cool for the music. But in real life, the FBI is on your ass, the police is on your ass, the hip hop police is on your ass, and if you're doing that shit in real life, you're gonna have to suffer real life consequences. Period. Like, and we just don't for some reason we just. We just don't do shit smart. Like, 
Gangsters were supposed to move in silence. What happened to that? What happened to that? They want to be seen. They want to be seen. They want to be recognized. You know, they want to be saluted and all that good stuff. But you know what I mean? All all attention and good um good attention. You know what I mean? The feds is watching. They got Instagrams, they on Facebook, they on Twitter. Like, you just gotta be careful and watch what you do. And they literally hiring people just to be online looking for your dumb ass. That's a whole job profession now. They don't even gotta go to the block no more. People be like, oh damn, I don't even I don't even be seeing the cops really be outside no more. What they need to be outside for? You online showing everything. <laughs> like they don't need to go to your block. They're gonna be right online, right on live. Like I'm about to clock in. Yeah, this dumbass about to show some money in a little bit. We about to clock in. They probably giving you likes and all type of shit. <laughs> they probably retweeting your shit, all type of shit. The cops sitting there retweet you. You sitting there like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got bands on me, and like it's just, like I just be like, yo, we just, we just be making it easy for them to just lock us the fuck up, like. And then you know what I mean. After we do the dumb shit. Uh, we campaigning. Free my man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Free Pookie. Now. <laughs> I I ain't gonna stunt. I'm guilty of this. No, no, <laughs> we all guilty. You know what I mean? Free bruh. But at the end of the day, it's like, why? What did they do? Oh, they was moving weight. Oh, they was robbing people. Oh, he didn't kill two people, but free him. I don't understand that, bro. Like, um, I don't know if you follow uh the story with Tax Stone, dude from Twitter yeah. that had a podcast. Yeah. He had a dope podcast, but I'm not gonna overlook the fact that bro clapped somebody. Like he killed somebody, and he wasn't shooting back at him. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would be sick if my brother or my cousin or the dude he killed was somebody related to me and folk out here like free free tax stone. But what about my and he's what about my and family? He said it on his podcast. He said it on his podcast. Like, yo, when I see one of y'all niggas, I'ma kill you. I'ma shoot shit up. So it's like, come on, like like this certain stuff is like certain stuff I can't say free you just because how dumb you are. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Now, if you if you you know you got into beef with somebody, boom, 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 and, and y'all shoot each other, whatever the case may be, and then you get caught, you know what I'm saying? That's the game. You shooting another gang member, that's the game. You know what I mean? Free, free my free my man ice, you know what I'm saying, on, on that strap charge. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But if you on camera saying, yo, I'm about to come to your block right now and shoot shit up. Then you come to the block and they got you on camera. You ain't even have have the sense to put a mask on. And then you ain't even tossed the gun. You left the gun at your baby mama crib. Then you made a song saying, yo, I clapped a nigga on this street and I left the gun at my baby mama crib. <laughs> <laughs> then, they, then, you, then you talk about some, yo, I need niggas to put something on my, my books. Like, come on, bruh. Like you should be in there just for being stupid. Yeah, I ain't sending nothing to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, man. Thanks. 
Facts. But it's all about accountability, man. Accountability. Yeah, that's definitely going to be the theme of the podcast for today. We got to be accountable. Um, We got to stop blaming other people for the shit that we do. Yeah, because Twitter was on fire for the the past two days. Um, The video went viral. I don't know if anybody that's listening seen the uh, seen the video. It was a restaurant called True Kitchen. I believe it's located in uh, Texas, Dallas. I yeah. think home of the yeah. Cowboys. It, it, it's not a coincidence that this some bullshit happened in, in Dallas. You had to go here in twenty twenty. So. <laughs> it's no coincidence, there. my nigga. I'm just saying, you know, you got to. For the listeners, we gotta make sure they understand. Yeah, we, like, well, yeah but we didn't even have to take it there, though. You know what I mean? We, we could have just, just said it. Dallas. I ain't mentioned nothing. I just mentioned it was Dallas. Whatever the case may be, a video surfaced. Well, there were a couple videos from from different angles. A couple videos surfaced. Um, it was a restaurant, supposedly like an upscale, you know, um, restaurant in Texas. It may or may not have been in Dallas. Um, the owner, I guess he stopped the show, whatever the case may be, and told it was a woman standing on standing on the table, and she was twerking, hand was on the glass. And from my understanding, because I follow the story a little bit, I like to, um, before I make any judgments or before I say any, you know, comment, put my commentary on anything, I like to look and you know see a couple tweets see more videos so i can you know gather what i need to gather from that from my understanding he had a conversation with the uh with the people in his restaurant before the incident took place i don't want you twerking blase blah whatever the case may be now he's you know he he's his tone is very harsh you know um, he's saying that men uh, should have a place they can respect women. Women should respect themselves. And uh, twerking is district. It, it was a whole bunch of nonsense. Yeah, he used some colorful language. You know what I'm saying? Threw some F-bombs in there. He told niggas what they could do. Yeah. yeah. They want to respect his establishment. Right. And that has torn Twitter completely up. Like, people was really debating it for like two days straight. Like, not still, still up. to this right now. There's still new fucking tweets coming up. Yeah. And um, what is your thoughts on it? On the whole, I mean, I, on the whole, on on the whole situation. I, I, I mean, I kind of saw the crazy thing is I saw it on your shit. Like I didn't even know it was blowing up like that, but I saw you was commenting a lot on it. Um. My thing, my basic thing was like, well, there's a couple, there's a couple things, but to to sum it all up, at the the very base of it, I feel like we should have a, a respect for each other, and each other's shit. Like we have this whole campaign about buy black and appreciate black and support black people, and then this man creates a space for those black people, and he wants it a certain way. It's much like if somebody comes in your house, you know what I'm saying, and they prefer you to not wear the shoes in their house, 
you don't just tread all over their fucking carpet because you want to. You know what I'm saying? You have a respect for that person's space, that person's establishment. So now, do I agree with him going in front of everybody and cursing out the whole, all the customers? Nah, I pro that's not probably what I would have, you know what I'm saying, done. But people were making it seem like he like he was perpetuating some anti-blackness or anti-woman shit. And it's like, it's just a respect thing. You don't get up on somebody's furniture and twerk in front of people eating, you know what I'm saying, next to people eating, on glass. There's so many things that could have happened wrong. You would have fell, broke your shit, now it's the, the owner's fault. If you would have fell through the glass or, you know what I'm saying, or or even if somebody, somebody probably there complained, whatever the case may be, I don't feel like it was appropriate for you to jump on the table and shake your ass next to the fondue table. <laughs> like, like I don't think that would, and then it's like people creating up all these other scenarios and it's just like there are certain things that you can do in certain places. I know some people was like, some lady was like, oh, you know, if it was a funeral, you know, would you just be twerking? And other people didn't even, that shit broke Twitter apart. Like, you, you're not twerking at, at Mama's funeral. Stop it. There's certain things at certain times where you could twerk and it makes sense. It's not really about the twerking. It was the time and the context of where you was at. If everybody was twerking, that would, that would be understandable. But it was only you. It was only one person. So that's how I, that's the basic of what I felt about it. I just thought it was inappropriate and it kind of just made sense that it was inappropriate. Like that shit is embarrassing. Like to me. But how did you think uh, how do you uh how did you think about it? Um man, I I basically, you know, I felt the same way. Um the only the only issue and I and I tweeted it and you know once you get into it with people, they have this they have this um this habit of reading your tweet, but taking out certain parts of your tweet. Like they like they make the tweet seem like what they think you meant when you clearly tweeted what you meant. So numerous times I've said he didn't have to talk to them like that. Now, prior to that, I didn't know he had a conversation with them before. If I tell you I don't like such and such in my house and you do the such and such that I don't like in my house, my tone is not going to be the same tone that it was when I initially told you how I want things happening in my house. It's like when you're talking to your kids, you tell them to sit down. The first sit down is sit down. You know what I mean? The second sit down, you, you know what I mean? You got a little more, you got a little more sternness in your sound. The third one, now you now you mad because you already told him twice. You feel what I'm saying? So I think that's what it kind of was. He told him what he expected in his restaurant. It wasn't respected. And everybody is going off. He's anti-black. He's um he's a misogynist. He wanna govern women, women's bodies. And all of that because he don't want twerking in his restaurant. 
Now, could he have said it a better way? Absolutely. Even if you was frustrated, even if you already told the uh, patrons you don't want them, you know, shaking their ass in your establishment. You wanted to be a classy, you know, um, space. You wanted a, a certain vibe. And then I heard people blaming the DJ. Well, why would the DJ play such and such? Yeah. Expecting them not to get up and, bruh, you telling me that you can't control yourself at a dinner table? That's basically, that's basically what I was reading out of it. You can't control yeah. yourself when, when the song come on. You gotta get up. It's imperative that you get up and shake your ass. You know what? And you know what that sounds like? That sounds like, oh, um, y'all wearing um, skimpy clothes. What you expect? That's what that sounds like to me. Anytime a guy jumps out the window, it's like, yo, well, she had the booty shorts on or she was dressed like this. So I went and grabbed it. And every time I hear about that, a woman is like, oh, well, just because we dress a certain way, you can't control yourself. So just hey. because the music is playing, throw your ass in a circle, you have to throw your ass in a circle. Fact. Or could you just sit in your booth and throw your ass in a circle in your booth? You got to get and. and that, and that's what I was, the thing that bothered me was like, it's not like y'all was dancing in your booth or in your seat or even like close to your seat. You got up on the furniture to shake your ass. <laughs> like you wanted everybody in the restaurant to know you were shaking your ass. So for me, it's like women just have this blind spot when it comes to accountability. Like, they say shit, and then when you put it on them, then they want to throw it off on the DJ or throw it off on the music. Like, the music ain't have nothing to do with you getting up on that man's furniture and shaking your ass. You didn't have to do that. You chose to do that. You decided to do that. And, it, you know what I'm saying? Some people didn't like it. Like, it's the same situation. I see you walking down the street, and you could have, a, a sh you could have shorts on that say, slap my ass. If I slap your ass, I know for a fact that you're going to put me on Twitter, put me on Instagram, put me on Facebook, and be like, I can't believe he slapped my ass. Well, you, well, your, your booty shorts say slap my ass. Oh, so that means you got to smack me? Come on, man. That yeah. sounds crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you will be labeled a creep, rightfully so. Um, Probably catch a charge, but at the end of the day, right, right. it's about self-control just because i can do it don't mean that i should be doing it like i said his his delivery was off but at the end of the day um nobody got up and left when he said that nobody nobody said check please got up and left the restaurant so that leads me to believe that one, they probably knew whoever was, was shaking their ass, they knew they was wrong. Two, the restaurant is popping. Because people will put up with people will put up with things if they can benefit from them. You get what I'm saying? If the food good, uh, he wasn't he wasn't that disrespectful. I'm still gonna eat. You feel, you feel what I'm saying? So it wasn't like it was a crappy restaurant. You know, he's probably uptight. 
as he should. You don't know what it took for him to build that place, to give it a certain vibe, to put his finishing touches on it. And for you to come and think it's a free country, I could do what I want anywhere I want, that's false. You can't do anything you want wherever you want to do it at. Although you have the right and the privilege to dance, if you in my if you in my space, and I don't want that in my space, you can go. People say, "Oh, he's disrespectful for saying you could leave. I don't need your money." Clearly, he probably I, I did. I respect the hell out of that last part. I respect the hell out of that last part because what he said, you could lose customers. Yeah, you could lose their money, and he said, "I don't care." He like that's you gotta respect somebody that's willing to go out of business for their principles. You know what I'm saying? Whether whether gotta it's right that. or wrong, gotta whether salute right that. Nigga said, "I don't want no twerking. I want this to be a upper class, and we'll get into that uh, upscale restaurant, and I'll go out of business for it." I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't respect that anymore, bro. Yeah, and they say, um, I, I heard his, his business only been open for four months, and people's like wishing that you know his business dwindle. They wishing that it go down simply because this man said he didn't want twerking in his restaurant, and then people were ignoring the fact that she stood on the table. Nobody was really talking about that part of the, that part of the story until right. I seen somebody tweet it. I'm like, oh, and then it was it was one particular chick on my timeline. She was going hard, like she was going hard, like a girl who was twerking was one of her friends. Like she was really going up to bat. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm like, why nobody talking about this lady standing on the table? Everybody was talking about the twerking. Nobody was really was really mentioning she stood on this man's um table. Could have like like you say, she could have fell, hurt herself. You know how people do. If they get hurt, even if it's their fault, they'll find a way to flip it on the restaurant. Well, the table shouldn't have been that close to the window. The table had a wobbly leg. No. You was doing something that you know you ain't had no business doing. Twerking is one thing, but you're going to stand on my furniture? Really? That's what we doing? Yeah, doing, yeah, just doing too much. Just doing yeah. too much. And then it was like mind-blowing to hear how many people were actually more upset at what he said or how he said it than her disrespecting his restaurant. Like, it like I was like blown away, like wow. Y'all really blaming the music, the DJ, the, the liquor. liquor, the liquor, like oh they serving uh, the liquor out of like come on bro, they serving liquor out of the Duce bottles. What you expect? I expect you to be able to control yourself. You you're an adult, and then you ordered the bottles knowing that. They were reused Duce bottles. You didn't have an issue with it then. Now that I don't want you twerking in my establishment, it's a problem that you're drinking out of Duce bottles. (laughs) Yo, this shit don't make no sense. Uh, Like when you say it out loud, it don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. 
Like, I know for a fact that if you was out with your grandmother or your mother, they would be embarrassed that you got your ass up on that table and did that. You wouldn't do that in front if that was like if that was like your, your grandfather's retirement or your grandmother's retirement or something like that, or your grandmother, grandfather's anniversary, or not just grandparents, but somebody that you respect and revere. You're gonna get up on the table and and, and shake your ass like that when when nobody else is doing it. Of Come on, man. If, and that's and that's my whole thing. Y'all claim everybody run around with this support black businesses, support black businesses, buy black, the power of the black dollar. All it all it is. People be up in arms. Black power. You know what I mean? Buy black. Black Friday. Shop black on black. All of these things. But soon as a black business has standards. As soon as a black business has rules that you don't agree with, they're anti-black. They don't like women. Like, ah, come on, bro. Somebody said, a guy said he's anti-black and he, he was against women because most of his rules was geared towards women. And I'm like, no. Only two rules apply to women because the restaurant had a dress code, which is normal in this day and age. Restaurants have dress codes like clubs have dress codes, like lounges have dress codes. You can't just wear anything. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They had two rules that was geared towards women. No, uh, none of them fuzzy flip flops, and they said no body suits. Those only thing I was geared towards women. And last time I checked, all different types of women wear fuzzy slippers, and all different types of women wear body suits. Black women are not the only women who wear body suits. And and, and the rest was to be, to be honest, dudes be wearing body suits too and fuzzy slippers. So there's a whole gay community that. That could apply to too. It's not just women. Yeah, and then they try to make it an anti-black thing, bro. He didn't want sneakers. He didn't want boots. He didn't want fitted and white beater. That sound like an upscale spot with a, like a dress code like that. It sound like an upscale spot, even with a DJ. But at the end of the day, if this is how I want my business to run, <clears throat> excuse me, this how I want my business to run. That's how. That's just what it is. That's my non-negotiable. This is what I want. And if you don't like what it is I'm serving on you, if you don't want to abide by the rules of the house, you can leave. I'm not stopping you from leaving. I'm not making you come here. You're here for a reason. I'm here to serve you. You're here to be served. But at the end of the day, this is my spot. This Let me ask you, let's, let's stop. Like, let's stop pretending like we don't know what these are for like are you going to show up to your wedding or you're going to show up to something event where you're where you are re being representative of your community in leggings and fuzzy slippers you're not doing that like you're not doing that are you going to now i'm sure some people have 
Are you going to show up to the to the interview for the actual white man when you try to go get one of these white jobs? Are you going to show up with fucking leggings and a bodysuit on and fuzzy slippers? No, you're not showing up to no interview looking like that. And the people who do show up to the interview looking like that, they don't got a job. Like, so let's so stop it. And this this is what I wanted to lead that into the stuff that was reaching for, because then they started this whole like, oh, well, white people created that standard, basically like, you know, trying to look not like trying to look nice. They are basically saying is a white person's standard. Like we're not into suits and, and looking fly and looking upscale and any of that stuff. Like we didn't we weren't we started that shit. They got Facts. that shit from us. Facts. We was in and people were like, nah, it's, it's you know, it's a it's an anti-black thing because if if white people basically didn't colonize us or whatever, we would just all be like wearing turbans and, and being butt naked. Like, no, we weren't, my nigga. We was kings, we had all type of fly shit going on, jewelry, head gear, fucking head pieces. You go to fucking Egypt or you go to Africa, we had all type of fucking fly shit. That ain't something white people created. They was the ones in the fucking woods butt naked, fucking each other, not taking baths. <laughs> Word. Like we had Damn, all boy. type of fly shit. Like I like I understand the part where it's like when when black people try to talk white. You know what I'm saying? That's different. That, or when that's, or when black that, people straighten their hair. That, that's very offensive. That's very offensive because when you tell a black person that they're talking white, you're basically saying that you're not capable of talking properly. Your language is Ebonics, broken English, and slang. When you tell somebody they're talking white, you're basically telling them your standard of talking, you don't really have one. It's white. Only white people can talk um, proper and use proper nouns, adjectives, verbs, and whatnot. So whenever somebody say that, that means that, that their mind, if a black person say that to another black person, then they wasn't raised right. Like if, you're, if, if your standard is white people, if anything that you do proper, you call it white, right. you down in your own, you down in your own people. Right, you feel what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with talking proper. Nothing wrong with that. But it, but it all go, it all comes down to the region you live in. It's who you're around. It's your environment. If you grew up, you know, in a suburban area, nine times out of ten, you're gonna talk proper. If you grew up in an urban area, nine times out of ten, you gonna have a little urban swag with. Whatever you say, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't like, treat. They, yeah. yeah, you talk like your environment, right? That's why certain right. people have accents. You know, certain people call it different things, but but to say you talk white that and as a young and I, I never really looked at it like that. Like you, like you talking white. You could only white people talk like that. Cause if that's the case, all my kids talk white. <laughs> that's the case. Cause they talk, they talk way more proper than I do. It is nothing wrong with that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically trying to erase like the dialect of the different environments that we grow up in. Somebody talks, you know, somebody from Wisconsin, you know, talk different. Like we, we, we even have it in our own black culture. Like somebody who's from the DMV area and they be like, bull or, or you, like they be stretching out their use and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody from New York, they, you know what I'm saying? They, they say it differently. Somebody from the South, they say it differently. People from the West, they say it differently. It's a different dialect of the English language. Just like our dialect is different from people who speak the Queen's English. It's not white. It's just a different form of it. But I agree with you saying, like, when you say it's white, what you're trying to do is erase all the other dialects and all the other black people that have adapted and created their own shit. And you're trying to attribute it to white people. Like, there was literally people, I'm talking about, I got ads all day today. And they talking about, nah, etiquette is something that the white man created. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. My nigga, we, we had, there's been generations and generations going all the way back. You can go to biblical times. Right. Niggas was not twerking at every event. Okay? You, you could not go into the king's chamber or the queen's chamber, get up on her table, and twerk your ass and not expect to get stoned to death. <laughs> so don't tell me that the white you know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me that the white people came over here and said, Hey, you're not supposed to be dancing in the in the in the hall, the great chamber of the queen. No, everybody knew that. When you stepped up into a king's a castle or a king's environment, you knew that you had to bow or do something like that. That's etiquette. White people didn't create that. Everybody had that. Asians had that, Middle Easterners had that, everybody had that. That's not something that white people created, like yeah. decorum and decency. Like, come on, man, y'all, y'all dragging it. Yeah, and it's like people don't people don't do their research because before <laughs> before um, white people came in contact with us, they didn't even know how to wash their ass. They were literally sleeping with their animals. It's a fact. The Moors, the Moors had the yo, 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 player. You ain't supposed to be sleeping with the goat, man. Huh? Take this, take this soap, man. I mean, start from the neck. I mean, hit the arm and under the armpits and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they were yo, they would smell like. Well, I can't even imagine what people smell like before they knew about baths, but it had to be crazy. Had to be yeah, crazy. they was hitting. They was hitting the hot spots with the talcum powder and shit. Like <laughs> they ain't even have plumbing. Like we had, like people in Africa had plumbing before. For the people in Europe had plumbing. So you gonna tell you gonna you gonna say that white people taught us how to how to uh, uh, shit too? White people taught us about toilet bowls. Like everything was stolen from us. That go from yeah. mathematics to yeah. science, all that. But to exactly. think that you know what I mean, they stole it. Yeah, they, of course, of course, they stole it. They stole it, and then they taught it back to us, like they created the shit. And then you have black people like, oh well, if you if you do these things, that means you're trying to be closer to the European and the white side. And I, what I was trying to explain is like, it was never theirs to begin with. Facts. You wanting to have decency and decorum and be clean and be fresh—that's something that Africans have been doing. Since the beginning, that's something that everybody's been doing. Asians, Africans, 
And, you know, depending on who you talk to, Asians, I mean, uh, uh, Afri well, Africans were the first Asians or Asians were the first Africans, whatever. Like the Africans went to Asia, migrated or whatever. They was fresh. They had the fucking, uh, you know, the Japanese people, the Asian people, they had the fucking uh, gowns and shit with the head pieces and they was buttoned up and they had the shit on their face or whatever and the makeup and all that shit. That comes from their culture. Like, white people wasn't the first ones to get fresh? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yo, they don't even get fresh like that, though. Right. To keep, like, to keep, to keep it all the way 100... They don't even, you know what I mean? They don't even get right like us. But that's another, you know what I mean? That's another topic <laughs> for another day. We like we all know where style came from. We all know where swag came from. Rhythm. We know. Food. We know. Like we know. Niggas was but niggas, I, niggas in England was eating porridge and shit. They was eating fucking cold, runny porridge. That run, that run shit, that should be in a bowl that, that looked like old oatmeal. That, that 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 shit. They was eating that shit, and they was having a good time with it. And we had to show them. Not I mean cream of wheat. This is Frio. You know I mean, <laughs> right? And, you know I mean, in the and thick the good, the, the good, the good cereal. They was eating <laughs> that that fucking bag shit before <laughs> before they linked up with us, man. They was eating. Really? The, they was eating that bullshit. He was eating that Captain, that Captain O's and vitamin K and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have Captain Crunch like us. Like. Word. But that is going to show you where our mind is as a people. Like, you talk proper, you talk white. That, that is some sad, that's some sad stuff. You talk white. What? Oh, go ahead with yourself. But you gotta know when to turn it off and turn it on. You gotta know when to turn yeah. it off and turn it on. That was my only thing with this situation. It's like having some context and just having awareness. Like right. if everybody got up and was twerking, like if throw that ass in a circle came on and everybody just lost their mind and started twerking, you probably would have been you probably had a better argument. Like you gotta know how to read the room. If you look around and ain't nobody else on the table throwing their ass in a circle. Then don't do it. Pretty much. Now, if everybody gets up, or or he he come through and he like, yo, we we about to turn up or whatever, and then everybody is cool, then and that's cool. And if if he doesn't, that's his again. At the end of the day, that's his establishment. I feel like you got to respect people's establishment. Like you're not gonna do that in a white restaurant. You're just not. And that's and that's what it comes down to. We get so we get so comfortable. And so complacent with our own people that when they tell you no, you can't do this, you blow it up. Because if a white person at a white restaurant said no twerking, you'll be mad. You'll probably, you know, say some slick shit, but you're not gonna go as far as um giving them backlash like you're giving black people. You're not gonna go that far with them and if you are you want to wait till you get outside the establishment then you want to talk shit but you ain't going to go back and forth and you know what i mean you're not going to do that and it's crazy we always do that to our people right. we always do that to our people and then you wonder why nobody wants to um wants to support black businesses 
And some support, I, I'd rather not have it. If you won't run all over me, I, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not thirsting for money that bad that I would, I would bend my rules or change how I want to run my restaurant just so you can come, you give me your money, you could, and you could act like this is your spot. Yeah. We got to reverse, we got to reverse that. We got to start treating our, each other like how we treat white people with the utmost respect. Absolutely. Now, if this was a white guy that came out and said, I don't want you twerking in my establishment, I would say, I don't give a damn. You know why? Because y'all have made a situation in America with slavery and the way y'all treat white people. I don't give a fuck if no black person listened to a white person. I don't care. But between us, you know what I'm saying? Between us, we should have, have a different level of respect. It's the same thing when people is like, you know what I'm saying? If you my family and you my people, like, I'm not going to let nobody disrespect you out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Now, when we get back to the crib, I'm going to be like, yo, that was stupid. Like, why would you do that? But out in the streets, I don't give a fuck what my brother did. I don't give a fuck yeah. what my sister did. I'm riding for That's my family and my people. But when we get back to the house, I'm be like, man, you're dumbass. What the fuck was your dumbass up there? And I feel like that's how we should treat our black people in general, the people, black people that you don't know. Show them the same respect. Show them the same respect for their stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? And if you don't like it, move, go, you know, go somewhere else. Because I seen, um, and, and, I, and I appreciated this too. I saw another restaurant that had a different ambiance and they, they encouraged twerking. And they had a whole video promo ready to go. And they was like, hey, you could come here and you could twerk all you want. I don't got no problem with that. Yo, and that's and that's how you do it. That's how you turn a negative situation. Now another now other restaurants are gonna piggyback off of that. Cause it's something like, you know what I mean? Sugar night death row. You don't want P. Diddy all in the videos dancing. Now I mean, if you don't want them all telling you can't twerk, come on over to shake that ass. And grits, <laughs> right? <You laughs> Shake that, that ass and grits. <laughs> now, now you fucking grits. Yeah, you you like now you didn't you didn't you didn't open up a whole genre of restaurants just off of that situation. Because facts, in anybody that's smart that's in that area, open up a restaurant, shake that and grits, or shake that and fish. I don't know. But you can easily, you feel what I'm saying? You can capitalize off that. Because there's people that don't mind they patrons having fun. Yeah. They don't mind their patrons having fun. Yo, you know what I mean? I know, I know we selling, I know we serving liquor. I know we got a DJ. I know your certain song going down, but just don't stand on the furniture. If you want to drop it like it's hot, pick it up like it's cold. Do it like they just should just put a, a different section in the restaurant. If you can't control yourself, that's the dance. That's the dance corner. You can't control yourself when uh, when I mean, from the nine nine to the two thousands. Come on, it, there's your section right there. You know what I mean? If you want to swag surf, you know what I mean. With your people, with your table is cool, but just respect, just respect people's rules, especially black people, because you know what I mean. We ever gonna get get far we gotta support each other we gotta respect each other 
And, you know, we got to love each other, man. If I love you, I'm not going to disrespect your establishment because I want to keep coming. I, I want to keep pouring into the black into the black community, pouring into the black pockets. But I got an attitude because you said I can't shake my ass. Now I don't want nobody to go to your restaurant. Now you're anti-black. You anti-black is your own ass shaking. Bro, everybody not into doing the give it up. They not. Yeah, and, and you know what else, you know what else gets lost? And and even we didn't talk about it. It's like, what about the people eating? Like, forget the owner for a second. I paid my money. I want to sit here. I, I, I brought my again, I'm you know, use grandma because people respect grandma. I bought grandma for a nice wholesome night. You know what I'm saying? This new restaurant open. I want to take you know splurge on grandma, splurge on mom, and I gotta sit here and watch you shake your ass in front of my shrimp and grits, in front of my grandmother's shrimp and grits. I gotta be in the I gotta be in the vicinity of your twerk wind, cause you didn't fucking want to control yourself. Like, what about the other people around you that just wanted to have a listen? We see twerking. Damn near 23 hours of the day. Every time we, we see something on TV, is somebody twerking. Every fucking event, there's somebody twerking. Every video, there's somebody twerking. Every fucking movie, there's somebody twerking. Sometimes I just want to go out and I just want to have a mellow night and I don't want to see nobody shaking a fucking ass. And even at that place, <laughs> I got to see you shaking your ass? Yo. <laughs> Yo. Real, yo, real, yo, real talk. Like, come on, man. Real talk. And then it's a time and a place for everything. There's a seat. Yo, it's a season for everything. It's a season for everything, man. Like, every moment is not shake your ass worthy. <laughs> every moment is not a shake your ass moment. It's really not. It's a fact. It's really not. Yo, and the fact that so many women was upset, yo, they was like dead ass mad. How dare he tell me I can't shake my ass in his restaurant? <laughs> yeah, that should this, just sound nuts. This is preposterous. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm appalled. <laughs> I am flabbergasted. I, I've been I've been bamboozled, led astray, yeah. <laughs> run amok. I've been run amok. Who you know said I, mean? I cannot twerk in this establishment? Is thou talking this to me? <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't shake it. My I can't ass. Shake it. I can't shake it. Shake it. My glutus. <laughs> My glutus maximus in like, your establishment. Bro, give me a break, man. Like, come on. Like that, like yeah. that goes to show you twerking is life. Like, I never knew it till you know last night. Twerking is life. That's on life, mama. That's on life. Son, if you wanted to shake ass, you should have went to a bar, you should have went to a club. You could go to a lounge. You can give it, you can either go to a kickback. I know Raheem around the corner got a kickback. They got bottles, nips, all that. 
You want to you like you want to shake ass so much? Go there. There's places for that. There's literally places you can go shake ass, and nobody going to judge you. Nobody going to tell you to stop. As a matter of fact, they're going to encourage the shenanigans. But at a restaurant, where we trying to eat, food is here, drinks is here. Now you got booty particles just floating in the atmosphere, booty flakes. And everybody, ass shaking air, don't smell fresh. Just <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be your twerk with, but like you might fuck Yo, up my meal. Like, like who's to say she wasn't? You know what I mean? She wasn't drunk. She had a long night, and this was her. You know what I mean? Her nightcap. You know what I mean? Who who's to say she could have just came from the bathroom? And you know, when you come from the bathroom, you got that little sprinkle of pee. That little bit that just is just right there. Just <laughs> <laughs> yo, but yo, that's a fact though. It's like yo, come on, like I mean, my nigga, we yo, eating though. Like I didn't, I didn't come here. We I didn't come here for ass flakes. Hoovering you over tell yo, head. you tell me. We've been at function after function after function. Black people, even though. We we spread out. We very organized. When you go to a barbecue, niggas ain't twerking next to the picnic table. They not. There's a section for that. Facts. Somebody makes it. Either your auntie or your uncle who got the you know what I'm saying got the fifth of henny. He's he's not next to the food. Now right. the, the nigga cooking the food, he could do all the dancing he want because he cooking the food. Facts. But and usually there's an area, right? He ain't twerking. Usually there's an area though. You ain't sitting at the you ain't sitting or, or if you at if you at mom duke's house or whatever y'all all sitting on the couch uh auntie shay shay or whatever she ain't twerking in front of the tv right because if she was somebody would say oh shay shay get your ass get your big ass from, uh, from the tv <laughs> go twerk in the hallway that's a fact <laughs> like a pe- like people just got Common sense, my nigga. This shit that we just don't do as black people, we don't do this. I mean, we do it, but it's always that one person that does it. And I think old girl was drunk. That's uh, that's what I she think. Probably it was. was. Yeah, she had. I, I think, mean, she's probably feeling I, herself. I think she was drunk, and nobody like nobody on her team was like, "Yo, Leisha, Leisha." No, nobody went to go grab your friend. You know what I mean? They normally grab their friend when they about to dance with an ugly guy, but you don't want to grab your friend now. Get your you're friend. To, you about to embarrass the whole restaurant? Get us cursed the fuck out like we some we like like we babies kids. You ain't gonna grab her, but yeah, you in the fucking club. You go ah uh-uh. ah. So there was a time and place in the club for you dancing on an ugly nigga, but not in the restaurant. Right. You got respect right. for yourself in the club. You got respect for yourself in a club. Because you ain't gonna just dance on 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 any nigga, but when you go to a restaurant and somebody business, like nah, fuck that, we turning up. Yeah, I mean it's it's a time to turn up, time to turn down, but um, it it all comes down to respect, and it all comes down to accountability. Be accountable for what you do, man. Be accountable. You wrong, you wrong, and she was wrong. He was wrong. 
because of the tone that he used. It's okay to say that both parties was wrong. Yeah. This is is it's oh is there's nothing wrong with saying that you can be in the middle because I see fault in both of them. He ain't had, you know what I mean? You ain't have to curse at the people, even though he's probably frustrated, but that's still not an excuse to talk to people who are gonna be pouring into your restaurant financially. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you gotta, you know, you gotta set that standard. This is how I want it, this is how it's gonna be. Period. You could have left it at that. All that other, you know what I mean? Whatever he was saying, he ain't have to go that far. But she didn't have to get up, take it upon herself, stand on his couch. And drop it like it's hot, pick it up like it's cold. She could have sat in her seat, did a little, I mean, a little wiggle. That's what you know I mean. That's what the that's what the older uh, uh, the older women do. They don't get all the way up and no, they they do yeah, their little yeah, and I mean, they little they booth. side to side, you know. And then that be that. But getting all the way up, cause now you making a scene. Now you want to be seen. You feel me? You doing too much. But it all comes. It all comes down to accountability and respect. That's the thing. Feel yeah. what I'm That's the thing. They both was wrong, and it's okay, you know, to admit that. But people making think pieces and they're accusing him of being misogynist and wanting to control women's bodies. Come on, son. He didn't say don't twerk at all. He said, don't twerk here. Don't twerk here under this roof. In between these walls. He 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 basically said the classic saying, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. Right. Every, every black person knows what that means. Right. <laughs> we, we all know what that means. We, we all got picked. You know, I think it, I think it also goes back to it also goes back to something that every black like child has heard. But never really liked when their parents said it, which is, "This is my house, and you gotta live under my rules." Facts. Every black parent has said that more than a, probably five hundred times in your lifetime, and every time you heard it, you was like, "You hate hearing it," but it's the facts because when you get your own shit and you get your own spot, you realize that you do the same thing. Like yeah. in this house, we do it this way. And if you want to do it your way, there's the door. And what did most of us did? I ain't got nowhere other place to go. So guess what? I'm I gotta abide by yeah. I gotta I gotta abide by the rules that I'm under. It it sucks, but your mom or your dad who's paying the bills, that's their house. You don't live there. Yeah, and you're staying there. And then it prepared you to be in line with following other people rules or other system rules. Because if you don't know how to follow rules at your own house, you ain't gonna listen to nobody else when you get out in the world. Cause I didn't have to, I didn't have to listen to my mother and father say, well, I really not listen to you. That's basically what it comes down to. Rules. Right. And they and they telling you, they telling you. Yeah, you might be like I used to like I used to argue with my mom down. And she used to basically come back and be like, Yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right, son. If you had your own shit. <laughs> I used to that used to that used to kill my argument. She like, yeah. like, you're absolutely right. That makes perfect sense. But it ain't here. 
It ain't going to happen here, though. <laughs> so you want to go out there and run your household the way you want to run your household? Then you do that. But when I come in this house, the damn dishes better be done. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to hear nothing else. I don't want to hear about nothing else. And when you get your house and you get your own apartment, you can wash the dishes when you want to. Yeah, you can keep them motherfuckers in for a week. That's your house. That's your house. But That's your thing. here, you wash the dishes before I come home. <laughs> like simple shit. Like respect. And like you said, respect, accountability, simple shit. It's a, it's a hard thing that black people got to learn, but we got to learn it. I understand Martin so much better now. Respect my house. Facts. That episode is underrated. Respect my house. Because the way they frame it, Martin is tripping. Yeah. He tripping. But when you think about it now, they was tripping. This is my shit. Like, yeah. So, yeah, man. Speaking of the accountability and, and, you know, a respect thing. Um, it's another you know topic that I always see on Twitter and Facebook too. You know what I mean? Um, ghosting. Now, if y'all, if anybody listening, they don't know what ghosting means. It's basically when you're talking to somebody or you have a relationship, friendship, whatever the the, the uh, situation is, and then you just stop talking to that person. You, you cut off communication, stop talking to them, don't answer their text, phone calls, delete them, whatever you need to do to separate yourself from that person without any notice or anything. You just stop. Um, People say it's childish. People say, oh, well, you need to communicate better and all that. And I do not agree. I do not agree because... Nine times out of ten, if you ghost somebody, they know why you ghost them. They know what they did. They know how you felt. And now they're just trying to, they're trying to get in your presence to try to restore the friendship or relationship or whatever it is. Nobody just ghost someone for no reason at all. It rarely happens like that. And I think that, you know, sometimes when you when you dealing with somebody, sometimes the relationship is bad for your mental, it's bad for your health, it's bad for, you know, your well-being as a person. And I think that you should do everything, any and everything possible to make sure you're good first. So if that person needs closure or that person needs to see you and have one last conversation and they need an explanation. You, you're you not obligated and you don't have to. You don't owe them that. My opinion. You don't owe them that. I don't, I don't owe nobody nothing. You know what? I probably owe my brother $20. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> right. Other than that, I don't I like I don't owe you anything. I can stop to, just like I started talking to you, I can stop. People kill me with that, yo, that's immature. And that's no, it's not. It's not. I'm doing it for me. I need peace. So if that means 
stop talking to you, then that's just what it's going to be. But I'm not immature because I ghost you. I mean, um, I I agree and disagree, but only in this context. Like, I feel like, um, you know, I say all the time, two things could be true. So it might be immature. It might be. It might be. It might not be warranted at all. But my thing, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, just uh, in the movie Fences, the thing that always, I always remember from the movie Fences where, um, well, at least the Denzel one, because I didn't watch the uh, the play or whatever. He, when the son acts, the son acts, Denzel is like, you know, do you like me? Like, why you don't like me? And Denzel was like, I don't have to like you. Like, I owe you, you know, you're my, I, I birthed to you, my son. I owe you a responsibility, but I don't want you to go through this world expecting everybody to like you. Expecting that you need somebody to like you. And that's what I'm going to teach my kids growing up is like, you don't expect nobody to give you the benefit of the doubt, to give you closure, to give you a, a little bit of their time. Like you can't expect nothing from nobody. The only thing you can hope for and the only thing you should be doing is demanding your respect and making sure they're doing right by you. All that other shit you can't control. It's not yours to control. And like you said, that other person might be like, closure for me is going to damage my mental health. So you ain't going to get that. And if they, if, if the other person says it's petty, so what? So what is petty? I don't care because I have to take care of me. Because you, because what usually happens is you fuck around, get your closure, and then fuck me up. And now you over there living, you you, you over there living uh, rent free, gallivanting with the next bitch or gallivanting with the next nigga, and I'm stressed now. Right. So to me, it's like I don't care if it's petty or not. Like I think if somebody ghosts you, take it, charge it up to the game, and get over it. You know right. what I'm saying? Charge it to the game. Get over it. You don't need that person anyway, because anybody that's going to ghost you, like you said, either ghosted you for a reason, or if it's somebody that really gives a fuck about you, they're not going to ghost you in the first place. They're going to try to work it out. Or facts. Oh, I want to piggyback off that 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 scene on on fences because the acting was superb. Facts. That was that that was grade A acting. Now, me personally, as a father. His, his, Denzel's character was flawed because, you know, he never, he never told his son that he loved him, and right. that worked. That only worked like you could only that advice that he gave his son. That should have applied for everything but their relationship. Right. Yeah. That should have applied for everybody else on the outside, but as a father. Right, you know what I mean. All he wanted to know was, do you love him? Because, you know, well, he wanted to know if you like him because you could like somebody and not love him, and you could love somebody and not like him. Right, but it's very rare that you love him and you like him. And all he wanted to know because he was so hard on his son. You feel what I'm saying? And him saying that in that moment, son, I do love you. 
that would have changed his son's whole perspective on who his father was. He was the reason why his he Denzel was the reason why his son resented him through the whole movie. You feel what I'm saying? Like that was a powerful scene, but it was like that scene was hella toxic, in my opinion. Yeah, how you yeah. not gonna tell you how you not gonna tell your son you I mean you like you love him? Like what was hard about that? What was hard about that? You know what I mean? Like he ripped them. He ripped his son for no reason. Like tough love yeah, is the, tough love yeah, that's, is tough that's, love, but it's still love. Right. It's tough love. It's still love. You know I'm being hard on you, but you know where it's coming from. It's coming from right. a place of love. But if I don't never tell you I love you, I just pay the bills, make sure you eat. You know what I mean? I'm literally treating you like a job. That's literally what I'm doing. Because he even said it. He said, I take care of you, don't I? Because you're my responsibility. He said it. He, he, I mean, he basically said, I take care of you out of my responsibility. Out of, you know, this is something I have to do. Basically, if I didn't have to do it, I wouldn't do it. Basically, that's what I got from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's frowned upon and not take care of your kids. So in order to, you know, dip that stigma, I'm going to take care of you. And then, you know, I'm your father. It's my job. But you could have easily told him, yeah, I love you, son. And I'm only hard on you because I want you to be, you know, he could have said anything. I want you to be a better man than me. I want you to be better off than me. But don't worry about if I like you or not. Ain't nothing in the world that said, ain't nothing that said I need to like your ass. Like, bro. That would have changed his whole, his father's, his son's whole perspective of who his father was. And I think he, he resented and hated his father. And I yeah, think that moment, I think that moment solidified it. That moment right there. Yeah. And, that, then, he went yeah. Out, <clears throat> and then he went out and had a whole nother family. Then died. And his wife had to take care of his side, <laughs> his side chick's, uh, uh, kid that he had outside America. That was crazy. That's a crazy yeah, that was, move. Yeah, that was a different, you know, different time. Like, that's that's the, the closest thing to, like, what they say, like, toxic masculinity. And that's, you know, that's how fathers were, you know, raising a... It was a different era, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might, you might get shipped off to war tomorrow. So you had to raise your kids in a different way than it is now. Like, you 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 had to raise your kid to be like, listen, you might go to war at 18 and never come back. So you got to be the strongest individual you could be. And so, yeah, I, I don't agree, you know what I'm saying, with not adding the love to it. But the but the um the idea behind what he was saying is is it's something that everybody can can use. You just got to add the love to it. But when it cut like like you said, when it comes to family, though. But when it comes to outside people, there ain't no responsibility on outside people. There's no responsibility for these people to love you, care about you. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a heavy uh, person that, that talks about the four, uh, the four agreements. And one of those four agreements is, is to take nothing personal. And that's for outside people. That's for people you do business with. That's friends. You know what I'm saying? Cause there ain't no obligation there. Just because you meet somebody, y'all cool, don't mean that 
if shit gets rocky, that they just supposed to drop what they doing, drop their feelings, and be like, oh, no, I'm going to take care of your feelings. So fuck your feelings. <laughs> and, and, and that's usually how it is. And if you go around thinking that people are supposed to, you know what I'm saying, look after you, you're going to be hurt a lot because people are going to let you down all day, every day. Every day, somebody's going to let you down. That's why I don't, you know, and I don't take it personal when people do it. Like, I don't take it personal, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if me and you was talking right now, and then you got off the phone and was like, you know what, I listened back to the uh, the podcast, and I ain't like some shit you say, I ain't fuck with you no more. I ain't. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cry and be like, yo, that's kind of fucked up, you know what I'm saying? I thought we was, thought we was closer than that, but I ain't gonna write a whole fucking essay about it or, or fucking cry about it. Like that's that's his decision, you know what I'm saying? Like if, but if you're that that type of person that's like, yo, I can't believe it, or then you start doing shit like, I don't want no friends because this nigga over here did me dirty. Like, what the fuck they got to do with that person over there? But that's the shit that you come up in your head. You think that you think that you're oblig like people are obligated to be cool with you and do the right thing by you. That's not how the reality works. Most people are shitty, and most of the time you only get a couple, a handful of friends that's really gonna look after you, and then you look after them people. And the people that don't, fuck them. There'll be Thanks. other people that take their spots. Fuck them, because I guarantee you, they saying fuck you. When they ghost you, yeah, they say fuck you. I remember yeah. I saw I saw a story, I saw a story, um, and I ain't like it at first, but now that I'm older, I appreciate it a lot more. Where this girl says she she uh, um she had bought something for her her boyfriend's birthday, and she was gonna surprise him. She comes to the crib, he's in bed with her ex with with his ex. They were asleep. Like she walked in on him, they were asleep, and she had like a whole birthday surprise for him. She said she ain't burned nothing, she ain't throw nothing. She packed her shit, moved to another city, changed all her numbers, her email, all of that shit. That nigga was looking for her forever. She told all her family members, "Don't if he contacts me, I don't want to hear from him. He don't exist to me anymore." And when I was younger, I was like, Man, "That's that's petty," but. Now that I'm older, it's like, nah, she protected her own energy. Because she could have lit that whole shit up if she wanted Yeah. yeah. She could have let that whole thing on fire. Caught him sleep. She could have cracked that nigga shit. She could be, huh? No, nah, I was saying, um, yeah, it, yeah, it could have um, got, got real ugly. dark. Yeah, it could have got ugly. But she said, you know what? I'm just going to ghost the nigga. I'm just going to, I'm just going to disappear out of his life and I respect it that's what she needed to do and she don't owe you no closure bro she don't owe you that you fucked up you did something grimy and she don't owe you that you know what I'm saying it would be nice if she was like yo I'm leaving I'm moving to another place blah blah I don't want to be with you no it'd be nice but she don't owe you that shit definitely don't that's that's life, bro. That's life. You got you got to take it. You got to take it how it come. Like nobody owes you nothing. And the, the and I, I say this to anybody that's listening to this: the moment you figure out nobody owes you nothing, you'll start succeeding. Because then you appreciate everything you get from people. 
Right. Because you know that they didn't have to do that. Anytime somebody do something for me, I'm like, yo, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to bless you because I know you ain't have to do that shit. And then when you do something for me and then you stop doing it, I'm not going to be mad about it either because I know you didn't have to do it to begin with. Like It's called being appreciative. Like If I go out my way to do something that I didn't have to do, be thankful because I could have did something else. Facts. I could have did something else. Like, like you said, nobody, you, you you're not owed anything. You're not owed anything unless somebody owe you some bread. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Niggas be ass bad, you know. Y- y'all know who y'all are. You know what I'm saying? Pay your debts, nigga. But other than that, like, I'm big on reciprocation. I'm big on that. If I show respect, then you know I look for respect shown back. If I show disrespect, I can't be mad that disrespect is shown back. Respectfully. Because nine times out of ten, if I disrespect you, I kind of want to fight. So I'm going to do all the things that is necessary to make you disrespect me so we can take it there. Right. If I really want to take it there. Respectfully. Respectfully, of course. Respectfully. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, man, we've been on here for what almost an hour and a half. I, I think we accomplished what we set out to accomplish. You know what I mean? Ghosting, um, restaurant etiquette. If I pronounced it right, did I say it right? Etiquette. Elegant, yeah, that's, adequate, that's, adequate. But you know, you know, you you sounded kind of white when you said that, so you know, what I mean? <laughs> you gotta say, you know, what I mean, you got you got work on that. You know, what I mean, you got work on that, King. You know, what I'm saying? you know, don't let the white man tell you how to how to pronounce your words. Pronounce, <laughs> like, you know I mean, yeah. I gotta let say, all, man tell you how to pronounce I gotta say all the syllables, B. But you know, I have fun with this pod, this recording. You know what I mean? Appreciate you hitting me up to do this. Cause I was gonna do it one of these days. I was just I was just lazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just lazy, but we got it done. Um definitely looking forward to the next one. Feel what I'm saying? As always, it's always dope. Uh doing these, doing these pies with you, my brother. The chemistry. You know it's always there. We like we could we could pretty much freestyle some shit. We ain't even gotta uh write nothing down. But yeah, you know, topic, you know we needed to address that. You feel what I'm saying? Cause I'm still gonna support black businesses. Cause they need our support, man, and we black. Yeah. But we we gotta start respecting our fellow black people's businesses. And we have to be better business owners. Customer service goes a long way. It's very important. Very important. Yeah, especially uh, we didn't really talk about that, but real quick, I ain't like none of the I ain't like none of the tweets coming from the official restaurant. Like all that shit was corny. Y'all could have y'all could have kept that in the draft folder. Like as a, the situation happened, it happened. You don't get on Twitter and then start attacking your customers. Like that's corny. 
And then they try oh, that to shit milk was not it. necessary. Yeah, and then they're trying to milk it. Like, come on, bro. Everybody was wrong in that situation. Nobody had on masks. You know what I mean? Corona probably ran through that spot. Feel what I'm saying? So we just gotta be better. Yeah, do better. Like that's it. Do better. You know better. You do better. I'm talking to everybody. Not not just the not 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 just the the patrons that was shaking their ass. You know what I mean? Us as as a people, let's be better. Let's do better and treat each other better. Right. Even though that's easier said than done, but y'all get the picture. I mean, you know, they say you got to be the change you want to see. Yeah, start, it starts with the man or the woman and the mirror. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Red fish, blue fish, give a dog a bone. 2000, zero, zero. Oops. Out of time. I'm baking, smelling That's a fact, though. Appreciate y'all. But, uh, we up out of here, man. It's your boy. Here, man. Josh. It's Judah. I'm out, man.